Hi, I'm Cynthia, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, everybody. So glad to be at this meeting. And um, we were reading how it works, and I feel like I am one of those people who they say is constitutionally incapable, they say, of being honest with themselves, um, and that we're born that way, and that we're naturally uh, incapable of developing and grasping a manner of living that uh, demands rigorous honesty. And our program uh, focuses on honesty as uh, the significant factor in getting this program. Uh, and I think that's true. I think I am one of those people. And I started out a compulsive eater, I think pretty much from probably day one. Um, I came from a family that had just a lot of trauma, and I don't usually talk about that when I share, except to say that, uh, you know, there's pictures that people in my family think are funny of me, uh, less than a year old, grabbing sticks of butter from the table and just eating them, and everybody's laughing. Um, and that was, I guess, how I dealt with distress. Um, and everybody else in my family did too. Uh, my brother, who was two years younger, passed away a few years ago from uh, complications re related to diabetes. My dad died a month before him of the same uh, illness. And then a couple years later, my mom passed away from uh, eating disorder related uh, complications. So it's that's that's my family of origin. And uh, it was very difficult. I didn't look like an overeater so much as a kid, but uh, I started to really put on weight in college. And I was one of those people who, you know, definitely gained the freshman 15 or whatever. And uh, I didn't know why I was eating. You know, I knew that it had something to do with being nervous uncomfortable, anxious, sometimes depressed. Uh, I knew that I was focused on everything else out there much more than I was on in here and developing an actual relationship with my higher self. Um, I'm originally from the Boston area, but in 1990, I moved out here to San Francisco. And I think by the grace of God, I met this woman in my first apartment building that I lived in, who just looked at me one day and she said, you're a compulsive overeater. You need to go to OA. <laughs> I do not remember her name or I don't know where she is, um, but she directed me to this program and um, I, I took her up on it and I started going to the meetings over Grace Cathedral and then they demolished our building. We used to meet in the library and it's now uh, some beautiful steps. And I volunteered to find a new location for the meeting and that meeting moved to St. Francis Hospital right around the corner. Um, the most important thing about my program is that I have kept coming back and um, you know, my, the diagram of my program is makes progress, doesn't make progress, in the program, goes away from the program, comes back to the program. It's just been really hard for me to get this program. 
concurrently, I uh, have actually done a lot of therapy. And what I have learned for me is that the eating comes from an unconscious place. So it's hard to be honest about what you're unconsciously triggered about. So I'm trying to um, figure that out uh, with a lot of support from the program and outside the program. And then I also get triggered somatically because my nervous system just developed like a nervous nervous system. So animals will have fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And I, I most often, uh, as a kid, did flight and freeze and fawn, those three. I didn't do fight. I didn't stand up for myself as a person. And I was always uh, hypervigilant, like, you know, looking out there, is there going to be a threat in my environment? Because as a kid, there were. Um, but, you know, certainly as an adult, there's no imminent threats in my environment, but my nervous system still responds that way. And I don't want to feel that. So I eat. And for such a long time, it's been unconscious. It's become a lot more conscious the more I've stayed in the program and uh, learned more about my own nervous system. It's taken me, uh, I, as I mentioned, I started in the program since 91. So it's taken me all this time to even be able to be honest with you about what's going on with the eating because I never really understood that um, that this is what my body just does. And so uh, I need to work the program and I needed to get really, really honest about that. I'm very grateful that I have an amazing sponsor. Uh, I'm the kind of sponsee that I don't ask for help. I don't stand up for myself. You know, I show up at meetings. I like to volunteer for stuff. I like to talk to other people. But it's actually hard for me to talk about myself. Um, and basically, the number one reason that my body learned to use food is because I don't want to feel my feelings. So I am working my program um, much more than I ever have. I'm doing six meetings a week. I have a plan of eating. I turn that into my sponsor every morning and then I'll check in again at night. Um, I also do 10 steps as needed. I, uh, I struggle with the telephone, but I do use the telephone. I'm more like a texter kind of person and um, doing my fourth step yet again. I don't know how many times I've done it, but every time I do it, it goes deeper and deeper and it's like bottomless, um, but writing is really important. And I'd like to develop more of a daily writing practice and I'm scared of developing more of a daily writing practice. I know that's a big part of healing. Um, literature has been immeasurably important because I hear my story and so many other people's stories and I know that I am not alone. Um, service has been really important and that's kept me in the program and I'm amazingly grateful for that. So 
I guess that's the most important point that I want to make. Like, I just am one of those persons that's had a slow recovery. I am 30 pounds less than my top weight. Um, I feel really grateful for that. I've lost about 10 pounds during the year of COVID-19. Um, and I blame that on my sponsor because my sponsor pretty much keeps me honest and somehow accidentally I've been able to lose a little bit of weight. Although, um, you know, I haven't been, I haven't been able to focus on it that well. Um, I'm resistant to writing down my food. Even when I write it down, I don't always follow my food plan. Um, the things I do follow pretty, I was going to say religiously, but routinely are to um, don't eat flour and refined uh, carbs. And it's rare that I will have that kind of a slip, but I, I will eat too many vegetables or I'll, you know, too many foods that are healthy on my food plan. And um, that's the level of challenge I'm at now, which is way better than <laughs> sticks of butter. That's where I started. Um, what else can I say? Just that I, I now know that I will always be in this program. I now have a better understanding of why would it be hard for me to be honest? Uh, and, and in my case, uh, it really is that I've already eaten the thing before I'm even thinking about it. You know, it's it's a subconscious, I don't want to feel these feelings of maybe um, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, fearful, anxious. Um, those are the ones I don't want to feel. And so having... Um, a sponsor to talk with and other fellows in this program has given me the courage to even name them and uh, and feel them and not have to eat over them. Uh, so I am grateful to be here. I am grateful to have lost some of the, the weight that I've lost. I still have probably another 50 pounds to go. So um, it's a long way to go, but I intend to keep coming back. And thank you for inviting me to speak this evening.